This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. It is always delightful to talk to Kathy Monroe, one of the most active and dedicated of South Africa's heritage community. She is Honorary Associate Professor in the School of Architecture and Planning at the University of the Witwatersrand and Chair of the Johannesburg Heritage Foundation. Later this month, she is giving a virtual tour and talk on Johannesburg Girls High, better known as Bonata Park. The school has a rich history. It was originally the home of legendary landlord Barney Bonata. Kathy, as both a heritage fundu and a former pupil of the school, is well placed to share her knowledge on this. Um, Kathy, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure, Sharice. Lovely to be with you again in this new format. <laughs> the new world. Um, Kathy, so your new format is taking virtual tours. Um, what kind of virtual tours have you been taking? We've had some remarkable tours. It's actually been organized by Flo Bird and her son, Stephen and William. We were forced to think about our members. So we've been taking people on tours, for example, uh, Art Deco Springs, uh, Art Deco uh, Johannesburg. We've teamed up with the Durban Art Deco Society and had a, a tour through them. We've done uh, Robin Island uh, with William um, Martinson. For Women's Day, we did the Ladies of the Blue Fox, the famous women of Joburg who are commemorated in the Blue Fox. Um, we're really all the time developing new tours. Uh, this, um, in fact, what's it, Saturday? We're having a tour with uh, S.J. de Klerk on the Anglo-Boer War and uh, the Jamison Range. Um, yeah, and he's put it all on film. He said to me, he's been out of the West Rand several times. So it's in that context that I'm going to be talking about Fernando Park. So it's actually quite incredible what you can do without ever leaving your home. I mean, it's phenomenal. It certainly is. Uh, I think we've all had to adapt. I'm running Johannesburg Heritage uh, Society now from my dining room table and my uh, grandson has got me set up with a printer and two computers. We have dual screens. Get on with it. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about Bonato Park High Girls. Okay, so of course it's a long time since I was at Bonato Park, but Bonato Park was a remarkable school for the people, the women who, who were girls then and became the women of Johannesburg. It was a school that encouraged young girls. Of course, they were all white, but they were teenagers from the age of 12, 13, till you were 17, 18, high school years, um, to think independently and to think about having careers. Um, and this was over a long period of time. It was the school of Johannesburg that lasted 100 years in the old format. Today, Bonata Park is still a school. Um, it serves a different community. Um, it's a school for Hilbra. It's a state school. They've changed the uniform. It's boys and girls. But when I was at the school, it was an all-girls school. We wore uh, black blazers, uh, white dresses, pink trim. Uh, it was all very uh, proper. Um, but my context for talking about the school is to put it in the 
give something of the historical background that this started off in the 1890s as an intended home for Barney Bonata. He commissioned the the design of a grand English style mansion on his Berea estate. He hoped that uh, Berea uh, would become uh, the place to live. So he put himself there, and uh, it is a very sizable uh, acreage, um, and it um, was the perfect place for a house as he saw it. Remember, that was the stage that Barney Bonata was very much involved in the uh, Waterworks Company. He'd taken it over, and water was essential to uh, Johannesburg. So um, Barney Bonata commissioned a house that was being built, and then what happened? The Jamison Raid came along. Barney Bonata saw a sharp diminution of his fortunes. He settled for the UK and then met with tragedy in that he committed suicide. He never lived in his house. So the house was inherited by his nephews and became ultimately Joel House. And it, during the course of the Anglo-Boer War, it became a... Um, a nursing home, a recuperation place for British officers after Johannesburg fell to the British in 1900. And then it became the home of Johannesburg College. Now, what was that? That was the school that then became the uh, King Edward High School, right? Kes, King Edward School. And they relocated to, to their new school, what was then their new school in Houghton. It was a boys' school and changed its name. The school was then given by, um, sorry, Joel, to uh, the Transvaal Education Department to commemorate the Union of South Africa. And that was how it became available to become the school for Miss Buckland. And Fanny Buckland was one of those early Johannesburg pioneers who first established the school, I think it was in 1887. So schoolhouse, very simple place starting off in the, the uh, parlor of um, a family. And, and gradually she grew her school. Now, I can claim the distinction of having been taught by Miss the original Miss Buckland's and niece Gwyneth Buckland when I was 12 years old in the primary school. But uh, this is a school that was uh, made an enormous contribution uh, to Johannesburg because it was the place where you can say for nearly for a hundred years, Johannesburg uh, ladies, young women, were educated. Um, and actually developed a social conscience. When you say social conscience, what do you mean? It was a school that actually had liberal values. It was a school that taught women to think about the world, and I think that was, it wasn't a school for rote learning. You were taught to think. You were taught to read. Um, it had a brilliant library. I can remember discovering uh, D.H. Lawrence, uh, for example, 
nobody stopped me from reading Lady Chatterley's uh, Lover when I was about 14 years old. And that got me interested in the court case and the subject of libel and what was happening in England and um, the nature of publications and, and so on. So it was liberal in the sense that it was a school uh, that made one question, although we were uh, all uh, white, um, you can say relatively affluent, although the school drew its pupils from Maria, from Hilbra, from Houghton, from all over uh, Johannesburg, and it was a school that did think about others um, uh, in a Yes, a charitable way, uh, but it went in for fundraising. It gave girls the opportunity to to say, well, there is no limit to what I can do. Um, I think it is a school that broadened uh, the mind. We were taught by all women. Um, I can tell you a funny story. When I, I had been at a convent, um, for my early years of primary school. And I thought that only nuns could be teachers. So it was an eye-opener for me to discover that women could be teachers. And remember, too, teaching was a very good career a choice for a, a woman. Um, and uh, these were dedicated professional women. Some went on, a couple went on to then become lecturers at the university themselves. Um, but it was the sort of school that then turned out girls who went on to university, many of them went on to university um, to then become uh, doctors, uh, nurses, physiotherapists, um, scientists. And they, many women who had been at Panata Park made their mark on Johannesburg. What so often comes across, and I think you mentioned to me that your mom was at the school. You come across people and say, oh, well, my mother was at the school or I was at the school. So it was that kind of school. So definitely this is going to bring memories back to a lot of my our listeners. Um, because as I said, I know so many people. I was just talking to my colleague Dave and he was saying his mum was at the school as well. So I'm sure this is going to bring a lot of memories. If anybody would like to join your virtual tour, what should they do? Oh, what do they do to join the tour? Um Actually, what I'm going to do, um, you have to then phone uh, Ira Bond, who will book you a place. I'm going to send you the connecting link. Would that be in order? That would be fine. So if anybody, okay, so is there a website also? So, uh, okay, yes, basically, that would be fine. If anybody's looking for that link, I will have it. I will be happy to share it with you. So you, yes. and um, I think by now everybody knows my contact details. But is there I also a website? I should explain that um, we do charge for our tours. If you are a member of Johannesburg Heritage, and I urge your listeners to think about joining us, um, it's 40 rand for a tour. I think it's 80 rand if you're not a member. We can, uh, we really, we've now got ourselves um, better organized with the technology and uh, started off that we could cope with 100 people on a tour. And we were getting 60, 70, 80 people come on a virtual tour. Now we're able to exceed the 100 uh, mark, and that's really good news. Because Johannesburg Heritage is the uh, premier heritage organization in Johannesburg. We do need you know, what we found with 
this pandemic was that our ability to bring in income was suddenly and sharply cut. So we had to think of alternatives. So we do need the income because we continue with the research center, uh, for example. We do have staff. Um, we do put up blue plaques. Um, we do want to progress with conservation uh, projects. So we have a great deal of work to be done, and we hope that we will be resuming our uh, walking tours, our uh, heritage tours, Later on this year, it all depends on those uh, new COVID cases and people's anxieties about catching this dreadful illness. Well, certainly, I, I, I like you. I encourage the community to support the Heritage Society. You do absolutely amazing work. Um, it's incredible. I know I live very close to the, um, the park that's just about to be opened on Sundays that has been cleaned up and will now be accessible in Norwood. So uh, the work that you do is really, really phenomenal. And um, if anybody, I know you have a website, the, the Heritage Foundation website. I know people can get information from that. But if anybody would like to get information, from me, they're also welcome to do that. Kathy, you do incredible work. Keep it up. Um, it's not, it's completely appreciated. Thank and you, Ruth. Good work. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very much. Great to Thanks. talk to you. Thank you Bye. very much. Bye. Bye. That was uh, Kathy Munro, our heritage fundi and guru.